Ladies and gentlemen, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Put your hands together for the show from beyond infinity. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Silver Emotion Podcast. Whenever you got a little problems and misery's paying us dues, you can't get a hand laying in bed. Get up and put on your shoes. Right, everybody, welcome <laughs> uh, to another episode of the Silver Motion Podcast. My name is Well, and uh, with me is uh, Stephen. Hello, everybody. So today we're going to talk about uh, an anime OVA series yep. uh, called All Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku. <laughs> Nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety four. I noticed. Mm. Yeah, sounds about right. When I was uh, watching them, I thought they were all produced at the same time, and then I got to one of them, and it like the song changed and everything, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, I get the feeling that this was later, and then that's how I learned. Like, oh, okay, they came out all separately. Right, right. I mean, generally, I mean, this is a series, but it's a direct video series. Yeah. And generally, they will make one episode at a time of those and sell one episode oh, okay. at a time. And so they make one episode, they put it out. If it sells well, they keep making more. Okay. Um, so generally, that's how those go. And this one um, seems like they made the three episodes that have... And then, because that third episode, it kind of feels like... Uh, a conclusion almost they do the first three and the second three seem yeah they, they're kind of there's a separate arc almost yeah like the, the first three it's kind of more about their their whole weird little family dynamic and you have that third episode where they move into the mansion together and they're all doing this whole family life thing and it yeah. kind of feels like that's this final commentary on what their family is and how yeah. they operate as a as a as a group and then it keeps going, right? And it's kind of got this new arc with uh, Amy, the 
crazy. That's right. Girl. She comes in in that second part. Yeah, yeah and then so. and then it's kind of this continuation of it that's just kind of going and doing and just right. extra little fun stuff. Yeah, not that the entire series is just extra little fun stuff. That's, really, but. yeah, that's kind of the whole thing. But like like a movie series, um, it just keeps. Uh, Going and going and going till eventually it goes to space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It does do you that. <laughs> they got. Uh, I don't think Michael Myers ever went to space, but they got Jason in space. Yeah, they got Freddy they got, and Jason there, didn't they? they? Got. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If, did Freddy go to space? I think he did. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't. Anyway, he went to space, and fucking Hellraiser went to space, and Leprechaun went to space. I don't know. Just. Uh... You got to go to space. <laughs> yeah. If you get, you know, you get a few episodes in, you know, you get a few entries in your series. What the hell are we going to do? Go to space. Yeah. Always the way to escalate the stakes. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, so I don't know anything about this uh, in terms of people who did it or anything. I don't um, know. Do you know I anything? I was, like, I noticed this time, paying more attention to the credits, that it's, uh, Yuji Moriyama actually does a lot in this. He was the big guy in Project Aiko. Okay. So the guy that we were mentioning off and in that podcast. Yeah. Um, the, he was the writer for Project Aiko. He okay. He was the character designer. He did, he did all this stuff for Project Aiko. Okay. Um, so he did a lot of work on this. Um Apparently, he was even involved in the manga that I'm. I'm still not sure if was an a, like an adaptation of this or this was an adaptation of it. They seem to be coming out kind of concurrently, like they were meant to be uh, different takes on the same thing. Oh, done okay. Simultane- they seem to be done simultaneously. Huh. And he was apparently in kind of involved in both of those. Hmm. So it sounds like they were kind of a joint production, but okay. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of interesting, and this is this is a very Aco ish thing. It's definitely in the vein of yeah, Aco. it's, it's uh, something uh, I don't know about derivative, but it's 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 of it's, the lineage. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know? it's definitely building. Yeah. There's there's little moments in there that make you go, oh, Aco. Like, yeah, uh, for sure. Like when she's on the bicycle going to school, very <laughs> yeah, similar yes, to yes, 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 yes. Uh, I didn't even Aiko. connect that, but yeah, they're very similar when she's running and. And uh, Nuka Nuka's on the bike. Yeah, just barreling through town. Yeah. Um, you know one thing about Nuku Nuku? <laughs> the, the characters, the Japanese characters of the title, the Nuku Nuku part, or what I assume is the Nuku Nuku part, is two separate different characters. So I'm like, is the actual name Nuku Nuku? Um, or is it not? It it is Nuku Nuku. I mean, if nothing else, you hear them say it all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. No, they do say um, it, but but it's kind of there is something weird in that. Um, I've actually thrown it into Google Translate just for yeah the sake of it because there there's a point in the show, um, and you might not have noticed it, but um, it's the Mother's Day episode. Okay, where she's watching tv the akiko the mother is watching tv and there's this thing about mother's day yeah and they're like oh the f- family's this nice happy warm thing and when he says that it's warm you hear him say nuku nuku oh okay like that's an actual word or phrase in, oh okay in, so it's not just a name for her of goofy syllables slapped together it's actually a phrase in okay there. so maybe that one character is nuku nuku um yeah i don't know it's kind of like i threw it in with um I, I probably just I just typed it in with the you know al- English alphabet okay. and threw it into Google Translate and what it came up with was Nuku by itself apparently means to unplug. 
or to remove so from like a power cord. I was like, okay, that's weird. All right. But All right. both taken together, Nuku Nuku means comfortably warm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> huh. Um, so that was kind of a weird little goofy thing. Um, so I kind of think maybe cozy is a, that, a, yeah, that would seems, be appropriate yeah. translation for it. That seems like a good translation. So and why that is her name is <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> a little weird, but it's one of those things that where if you learned the language, it would probably like yeah, culturally pr- right, make right. sense within the language, but to us. It just seems a little bizarre. It's just like, I don't know, fucking <laughs> Right. But that's cool. Um, yeah, I'm so glad you did uh, some research there. Yeah, so that's, uh, so yeah, you do have um, Yuji Moriyama. I was kind of surprised by him being there. Not totally surprised, but it was. I just hadn't known he was a part of it before. Yeah. But he was It seems like a fairly small industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same guys are going to pop up in a lot of different places. But um, the other thing that was kind of funny was um, the actress who plays Nuku Nuku... Okay. She also does the singing for all of the ending and opening themes of it. All four of those songs, she's actually the oh, singer okay. for those songs. Oh, look at that. As well as the actress, which is actually the same thing that happened in Escaflone, where the That's actress true, yeah. who played Hitomi was also the singer of the opening theme, and they they both are named Megumi. They, I think they have different. Like, they're different people apparently. Because I, I first I saw it, I'm like, is that the same girl from Escaflo? Oh, wow. I'm like, holy shit, is that really? It doesn't sound and, like her. Yeah. And I like, no, I like looked it up, and I'm like, no, it doesn't list Escafloni anywhere in her credits. Yeah, so it's like okay. they're they're diff- They just happen to have very similar names. It's like Megumi H beginning the, yeah. the family name. So I'm like, I don't know. They just they very similar sounding names, huh. and they both uh, were actresses for the main character and doing the the songs well, that's which, fun that's a yeah. fun little tidbit yeah so <laughs> I, that might be i think that's something a little more common in anime is to have the actress actually singing the songs as well to have yeah singing well, and acting be in an actor's repertoire yeah definitely i know like in the old days of hollywood it was a thing to be an actor and a singer and it was you know you were this fucking multi-talented person and i know in asia like it's basically still the thing like yeah yeah so many pop stars are yeah there's there's this um this kind of phenomenon i guess in japan of the idol yeah and they mention it specifically in here in that um the the father guy the mad scientist guy he's kind of thinking he's like there's a line there where he mentions that nuku nuku is becoming this idol and oh, he's like okay. oh it's, i should be proud of that it means it's successful but yeah, you know yeah. it's like but it's annoying the shit out of me because it's <laughs> distracting but you know there there's this moment where he actually kind of refers to her as that and it's kind of like I don't know. I mean, Elvis, I guess, might be the closest thing in America to some because Elvis was in movies. He was singing. He was yeah. dancing. He was doing, you know, all sorts of shit. And that's kind of what an idol is basically just anything public performance. They'll, yeah. they'll sing. They'll act. They'll do commercial spots. They'll right. do photo shoots and magazines and fashion stuff. Yeah. And it's basically just any just a job of being a public persona right. and being this popular persona and it's pretty much exclusively for women who are attractive and uh-huh. they get the and in japan yeah in japan and you've got this um the the restaurant episode okay where you've got those crazy lunatic guys who are yeah, just like yeah. all into nuku nuku 
And that's kind of what the idol is, is there's kind of this this kind of cult of fandom surrounding them that they'll just build up these diehard fans that think she's the most amazingly (laughs) beautiful talented whatever yeah yeah just there that's they they latch on to these idols and and so there's kind of there's always an anime this kind of this riffing on that kind of a situation okay where, where you'll just get the girl that's just swamped with people that she has to beat off with a stick basically and but it's you're saying that it's limited to female I don't know that there's any male idols yeah. per se. I mean, there's male actors and stuff, and they do it, but right. specifically the term idol, and they use the English word idol. Okay, idol. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll actually <laughs> say that as that's kind of what it is, and it's kind of this this whole thing that'll just be in magazines and and there's a lot of anime that deals with that or has characters of that. Okay. Um, Perfect Blue, the uh, Satoshi Kon, yeah, movie, yeah. his first movie is all about uh, an idol who's. Uh, going crazy or something yeah you're it's (laughs) in typical satoshi Kon form it is a very psychedelic and you're not sure who's insane or not and what's actually happening but yeah yeah it's about some idol and there's like crazy people following her around and people getting murdered and you're not sure like uh, because of satoshi Kon, you don't know who the fuck is murdering who and yeah yeah. but (laughs) Um, it's very it's there, it happens a lot in anime that you get these these idols or references to idols or people who want to be idols or something. Okay, and so it kinda... it's interesting that it's just just females because I know just from Hong Kong industry, it's just anybody mm. like uh, like uh, we only know him in the West as a martial artist, but Jackie Chan is this giant uh, pop star and and uh, media right. icon in in. Asia and almost every Hong Kong star is like a singer too with big albums and Mm -hmm. um, male and female like a lot of the times yeah yeah and I'm I'm sure there are guys in Japan that get into something similar but in terms of in terms of the definition of idol yeah yeah, it's it's pretty much always a a woman I've never heard of one that's a guy so okay unless maybe it's some cross-dressing guy but well, yeah. Japan is big on that, too. So <laughs> that crops up in anime fairly frequently as well as the uh, the guy who's so beautiful he looks like a woman or, or sometimes dresses up as a woman. Yeah. Well, the, the, um, we had that in America during the 80s hair metal. <laughs> They'd fucking tease their hair out and get all yeah, make, yeah. makeup and uh, try to look as female as possible, as non-threatening as possible to their lesion of female fans, right. teenage female fans. <laughs> yeah. There's so. a speaking of cross dressing, there's a I don't I don't even know the guy's name, so I don't even know why I would bring this up. But I've been watching all these Hong Kong movies over the past year and there's one guy that always shows up and whenever he's in the movie, he, he, at some point he cross dresses. <laughs> And it, the guy is fucking hilarious. He's a great performer and I don't fucking know his name, so I feel bad, but uh. every time he pops up I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> when's it gonna happen? <laughs> and I did the last one I, I watched a few weeks ago, um, this Stephen Chow movie called Out of the Dark, and he the guy pops up, and I thought like, oh, he's not gonna do it in this one because it got almost to the end, <laughs> and then he shows up with full fucking leather and a whip and shit, <laughs> and I was just howling. I was, I was so excited. Uh, well, you got 
Jackie Chan being Chun Li. Yeah, yeah, he did dress up as Chun Li in City Hunter. Yeah. And then you've kind of got um, Drunken Master, where well, he has to do the uh, the female version of Drunken Master. Yeah, he yeah. Want to. Well, and he's he's dressed up a few times. There's, um, I want to say there's, uh, I know one. There's a Michelle Yeoh movie that's a sequel, as like a side sequel to um, a movie that. He, she's in with Jackie called Police Story 3 mm-hmm. and she's in like a side sequel called Project S and Jackie Chan makes a cameo in that as like this cross-dressing thief <laughs> who's uh, all fucking like her like very obviously made up like <laughs> to look ugly <laughs> she's because she's, I don't know Jackie Chan's not the not gonna make the best looking female. No, he's not gonna make a pretty girl. <laughs> right, right. But it's 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 definitely done up specifically like to make it uh, very over the top and funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I, it's it's a thing. Yeah, that happens. Anime will uh, delve into that, especially in more recent <laughs> anime. That it's as that's become oh, okay. less. Okay, yeah, less, that that uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. In the eighties, like. Uh, in Hong Kong, like being gay was illegal, mm-hmm. so it was like this yeah. underground thing. But and then whenever they'd reference it in the movies, it was always like this, uh, like cringe-worthy sort of thing where they just talk about how they're going to get AIDS and shit. <laughs> Jeez, uh, and I still laugh. I don't care. But yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think Japan was ever that absurd about it but yeah. I, I think there still has been a, a softening of uh yeah i'm sure as time's changing as, that, as time just, goes on it's just naturally people are gonna loosen up about that kind of stuff yeah i think that's been the the trend at least socially for <laughs> right for the past few decades in the world at least and right which is good which is good yeah um so but to get back to nuku nuku yeah nuku, nuku. um there's something about so, like, what's the basic thing of this this series? The first episode, right at the beginning, the kid, um, I sh- Ryunosuke. Yep, Ryunosuke. It's a it's a very that's a very common Japanese name. Okay, you see, you see it a lot, like in Street Fighter, Ryu. Yes, Ryu and Ken. They're his. But theoretically, it, Ryu is just a shortening. Of oh, okay, Ryunosuke. okay, that makes sense. And so, the, and they actually call Ryunosuke that some most of the time in the series. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ryu-chan or something. To so that's a common abbreviation of that name. Um, Ryu means dragon. All right. So it's a meaningful name. Sense. At times yeah, for as well. the so, like um, the the Breath of Fire games. Okay. They always have a main character called Ryu, and he tr- always transforms into a dragon. Oh, so well, there you go. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that's the theme of that entire franchise, okay. is that it's uh, it's always a completely different Ryu who turns into a dragon. But, a different dragon or the same dragon? A uh, different dragon. Different yeah. dragon. Uh, and some of them he turns into multiple different dragons, depending on what you want him to turn into. At the into. same time? or uh, No, you have to like go into the... <laughs> Oh, okay. You, you, you like you, set it up so okay. that he can be like a fiery dragon, all right, or an all icy right. dragon, or whatever freaking dragon you want him he, to be. He's a dragon with options. Yeah. yeah. All right. So well, that's fun. Um. So, uh, Ryu finds a cat. Yep. Little, and little uh, hanging out. And apparently, and I've uh, it's never discussed, but um. Even when he finds this little kitten, yeah, it has a little collar on it. So, 
apparently somebody's pet cat, not not just a stray. Oh, okay. Maybe escaped and and lost. Yeah. Because he does find it in a trash can in an alley. But, right. Right. Yeah. Um, but that would perhaps explain why it is so friendly to humans at, right at the start. Okay. Where because normally if yeah, you get like, like a feral, feral cat, <laughs> it's that they just run the fuck away. Like you, right. Right. So. Apparently, this little kitten was owned by somebody because it has a little collar with bells on it and stuff. Yeah. So. And then he wants to keep it. His dad doesn't want to keep it. They're on the run because he's uh, some kind of a robotics engineer. And yeah. he's got his uh, prototype robot in the back seat. Yep. And he's uh, he's on the run. They some Somebody wants it back. Yeah. At, at that point, that's all you know is that there's people chasing him to get this robot he's got in the back seat. And then I don't remember exactly what happens, but the cat dies. Yeah. They, they chase him down. They get in a they, they crash into a junkyard full of cars. And so they, the helicopter flies by and they can't tell where they are because there's just wrecked cars everywhere. So who the knows, fuck knows where it okay. is in there. That makes Yeah, I remember that. And so they just... Because Arisa is such a freaking lunatic, she just spouts off some machine gun fire to let off some stress because she's, she's a lunatic. <laughs> there's a lot of that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised just how much fucking, like, just fucking all-out fucking guns blazing machine guns there were in this fucking thing. I mean, the I think it's in the last one, that girl Amy busts out that fucking Gatling gun. <laughs> yeah, that was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting so many uh, guns in this. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it, it definitely <laughs> doesn't baz- hold back. <laughs> yeah, bazookas and shit all over the place. Um, but uh, so the cat dies, and then it just kind of, I don't, maybe I missed something, but it seemed like it just went from that 14 years later, now Nuku Nuku is around. Um, yeah, it's kind of, um, this is what I mean by, like, I had this just explained to me before I even watched it. Yeah. So this was kind of this moment where I was like, I'm not sure how much somebody who hasn't had that explained will understand what's going on. Right. No, see, to me, I didn't, like, the cat died, and then we fast forward, and then there's, uh, well, it didn't, did it... Because I remember saying fourteen years or some something about fourteen years, somewhere. Years anywhere? Maybe Maybe, I don't. Because then I was just thinking like, well, the little kid doesn't change. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I feel like there was some kind of a passage of time. There's some kind of passage of time. Maybe fourteen days. Yeah, maybe it was fourteen. days. There's something about fourteen that's in my head. Maybe it's something else. Yeah, I don't remember that. Anyway. but I remember, yeah, I remember that there is a, a, a small passage of time, maybe yeah. a year, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was like a year, but I don't know um, what 14 would be. And then it's just like, <laughs> and then suddenly Nuku Nuku's there and wandering around. And right, it's explained that very early on that she is a robot. Yes. But that's really all you get is just this right. situation. They don't go into it at all. Yeah, they they never explain Ex- at all what happens and they no. don't aside from the title of calling her cat girl Nuku Nuku. Right. There's they never even really mention that she is a cat in the story until like one of the later episodes yeah, where they finally say, "Well, she's a cat." But Yeah. There's a few things where where they they talk about her being a cat and she does some kind of cat-like things. She likes fish. Yeah, she likes the fish, and and I think in the one of the later ones, she's 
chasing the yarn ball. I mean, yeah, it's, it's act, I mean, it's she's not just doing it, but you know. And then she falls asleep on the the table in her restaurant job. Yeah, she just kind of curls up. Right. She likes chasing mice. Chasing mice. She's very good uh, at that. Yeah. So like she has little things that are, are cat-like, but they don't explain the connection between the kitten and the girl. And I looked it up because I was just like, well, what the fuck? You know, it <laughs> seems like, you know, something happened. And so yeah, I looked I, it up and I read about it and then I thought, okay, did I just miss something or did they just not explain it? And they just don't explain it. Yeah, it's, I, the, I didn't think I missed something. The closest you get is that, that final moment of the opening where Ryu's holding the little kitten and it's, it's bleeding all over and dying. Yeah. He's all sad. And his dad looks at him and just go, he looks at the cat and then he looks back at the robot and then he he thinks for a minute, and then he says, "All right, you are getting the best Christmas present ever." And then it cuts out. Right. And you just kind of have to intuit that he's like put the cat brain in the robot. Yeah. <laughs> and or maybe the whole cat. I don't know. Whatever. See, he's like, well, th- and that's somehow... what I that's what I read is that they put the brain in the robot, and so now it's like a cat girl with the cat brain. But like, I don't know that you would ever actually get that specific thing from just thinking about, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know. Cause like, again, like I just had that explained to me. I'm yeah. not sure how much I would have figured out on my own just right. going into it, but it's, she's a cat brained robot. It's right. Like, right. So, well in that, that there's part of it that, that bothered me. <laughs> Because I was trying to figure it out, and I was thinking, like, well, did I miss something? And so then eventually I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to look it up because I don't I don't know, and they're not, like, going into it. Because I thought, well, maybe maybe I didn't miss it, but maybe they'll go into it in the next one or whatever. And then they just went to the beach. So I was like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're clearly not, not interested in going any deeper than that. Okay, I'll go deeper myself. And so then I looked <clears> it up. And when I looked it up, okay, they put the brain and then the robot, and then I was kind of disappointed that that she wasn't more cat-like, because if she's a brain, then, like, theoretically, the brain is controlling this thing, and so how much of the of the cat is controlling it, or, or the... Is the is it part of a robot AI brain that's sort of, like, <laughs> right. like together, so that it's, you know, like, I don't know. But anyway... Um, the thing that kind of disappointed me is that in Red Dwarf, and this is a kind of a spoiler for Red Dwarf, but it's like the first episode, so it doesn't really matter. But there's a character that is basically a cat, and I don't want to go too deep on it, but it's a cat, and it does all these cat-like things. And I thought, like, when I first saw that, I thought, oh, fuck, this is, like, really well done, because it's, it's taking a cat and, like changing it into this thing and it's like wow it really still seems like a cat and so then when i saw the cat girl nuku nuku mm. and i was like uh just thinking of that other thing in red dwarf the character name is cat <laughs> so <laughs> i was just like ah i i not, I, was, I mean it's it's nothing against the, yeah, the just not what you were envisioning right and then <laughs> that's my problem because you know it's not a, actually the problem of this this anime because they're not clearly doing a different thing. But right there, I don't know. I just wanted more. I mean, I like cats, so I wanted more 
cat content, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like um, I think the, the key is that it's a cat-brained robot. <laughs> and so there's a lot of robot stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and then like a dash of cat stuff. Yeah, it's kind of, it, it's far less of a, of, she's not cat-like in, in right, right. think of. I mean, they do, th- th- at the one point, they fucking launch those. Yeah, they, they start fucking pounding like, her like catnip, yeah, <laughs> clouds well, of catnip. To yeah, and well, they had some like a fucking like a tear gas launcher yeah, or some shit with these giant fucking like shells of catnip. <laughs> catnip gas. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, when and that was that was later on. So yeah, yeah, once I got to that, it was a little more like okay, okay, they're engaging this this cat thing a little better. But yeah, yeah initially but... I was sad because I thought there would be more cat stuff. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm not sure how the the whole cat idea came into play i think it might have something to do with the little the, the antenna that poke up out of the back of her head yeah which, i like lo- yeah they, they did a couple of things like that where where they would act like little cat ears yeah like when i think when when they let the mice out the little they go <laughs> yeah like shit. it just they like pop up and then and like the way a cat would have like Whoop. yeah <laughs> yeah and so that made me laugh because it was very cat like and yeah, there, there, there were a couple little moments that did things like that where they twitch and they're like a little yeah <laughs> so i enjoyed all that stuff because it felt like oh okay they're they're they know cats and they're sort of making this character like a robot cat or a cat girl cat brained robot it it's very you know <laughs> it's important to <laughs> call it that because if you say a robot cat I feel like the stress is on the cat and the character. Yeah, you, you you expect the robot to be in the shape and right, form of right. a cat, and maybe it talks and acts like a human, but it's yeah, physically but it's a, cat. a cat. This this is kind of this is definitely a yeah. cat girl. Yeah, it's it's definitely a girl <laughs> with some cat like attributes. Yeah, and cat girl is a thing, right? In Japan, it it is, and I kind of looked up just briefly, like what other, and I just on uh, the Anime News Network, just the, their catalog of just things. Okay. They, they had this little theme of cat girl, so I was just like, okay, bring right. me up the list of all the cat girl stuff, and it was remarkably short. And I'm oh, like, really? I, I know there are more than this, and I so I just feel like that's just not a very um, thorough cataloging of Yeah. The well, they need to and, update their tags then, man. Yeah. So. I feel like, and I don't know, but I feel like it's a giant thing. Yeah, it's, it seems like it, it's certainly a, a prominent thing. Yeah. It, maybe it's... Because, like, we watched three series and two have had cat girls. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. I, know, <laughs> I don't even know that Escaflone was on that list. Well, so. it should be because there's <laughs> fucking cat people in there. Yeah, and that was, of course, a theme. Yeah, not a, yeah, not yeah. Not just a tag. Like, it's about cat girls and right, stuff. Right, right. So there's... So I think they were ca- like just setting up a list of shows that are actually about cat girls rather yeah, than just okay. have cat girls in them. And right. that's kind of what I wanted was just what has cat girls instead. Yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to kind of piece together some kind of timeline and looking at that list, I was just kind of like, I don't think it's thorough enough to really right. get useful information out of in terms of a, the hmm. broad spectrum of cat girls in anime. But Yeah. Well, I wonder what the... Uh... Like where does it come from? Why cat girls? Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't. I know one of the earlier ones is, of course, Osama Tezuka because he's, oh, okay. he's the origin of everything in anime. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Um, was Baggy. Okay, it was yeah, one yeah. of the little. Uh, I do remember movies it. Yeah, of yeah. that. Which where Baggy is is very much more of a cat. Than, yeah, no, than a girl. she's like a white cat, something like that. If I remember um, right, I think she was kind of pinkish. Pinkish. Okay, yeah, it was this weird like cat that was running around in the wild yeah but she had like a tail and everything yeah yeah Yeah. she was totally just a cat that had a sort of human form yeah actually she might have been like a regular cat at some point and then they did experiments on her or something i don't i don't really it's been too long i'm not remembering that movie well enough but that one i had heard was one of the the early examples of this of uh right into, into the popular or at least of the the furry phenomenon of <laughs> which yeah well it's fu- like god damn it Tezuko why did you create everything <laughs> like, he fucking like really I mean every time we talk about something it's like well that goes back to Tezuka and he did this I'm like, Jesus this guy was a fucking fount of he, of everything he was, you know it's just like was, everything he, sprung from his uh, brain yeah you you would not have anime as it is today without him that's, that's crazy that's definitely for. He's definitely uh, considered the. He's the guy. Yeah. yeah, he's he's the origin of anime as its own. That's awesome. Separate. Yeah, like it's uh, its art own form thing. of yeah. its own. That's cool. Um, everything kind of descends from him. But. So. It's definitely a a, a goofy little thing. Um, has a, there's actually a cameo of Aiko in it. It, oh really? It's I just missed this, that. Yeah, it's like you practically have to go frame by frame to see it. It's like because uh-huh. I was watching for it because I knew it was there. And it's like I still had, I like still didn't see it. I'm like, oh I, wow, I know it's in there. I've heard that this is in here. Where the hell is it? And I kind of had to go. It's in the first episode where she's okay. at school and like Aiko yeah. is one of the students in the background. Oh, okay. and it, but just like it's one shot and it's just really quick. Oh wow! As like I pretty much had to go frame by frame to find it and. Hmm. It's like, but oh, oh, there is a, there's a cosin in the back. That's funny. <laughs> like, Are there other cameos, like other school people in there? Um, there might. I don't think so. There was nobody else that kind of jumped out as a okay. uh, distinctive-looking character. There's so. no, like... Uh, Certainly nobody I recognized. No Blackjack or anything? No, no. Anybody that they sit in the back? I mean, Aiko does more weird things like that where there were uh, okay. several things in Aiko that were, were like um, the, I think the, no, it's Urusei Yatsura, I think, did that where there was um, the Fist of the North Star guy, uh, Ken- oh, from okay. Fist of the North Star, the main character, he's actually in their class for like five seconds. <laughs> it's just oh, like, wow. what the hell is he doing there? <laughs> like that. And again, Yuji Moriyama was a uh, guy working on that series. So it's this is kind of this uh, yeah. kind of lineage of uh, Urusei Yatsura, then Eiko being a lot of the Urusei Yatsura staff. And okay. Then, and then the big guy on Eiko going and doing this. And yeah. So kind of this evolution of the comedy anime. Right. And they, I would assume, they're still, uh, it continues. Um, yeah, there are there are more things. I'll have to specifically look and see what uh, Yuji Moriyama himself did. In, yeah, well, in different he things. seems like he's into the comedy, so I would imagine. Yeah, that... I, I, I'm sure there's got to be other stuff by him that yeah. I'm just not specifically aware of. Right, I'll right. probably look it up and go, oh, he did that. And I'll be like, right. of course. <laughs> but, that makes sense, yeah. Um, I know the other big guy who actually directed 
uh, Project Aiko went on to do. Um, he he went more into the uh, fan service exploitation Ooh. branch of it, and there's a lot of that in this th- Nuka Nuka. Th- th- there there is. I mean, I'm no expert, but it's but there's it's, they definitely are engaging. Uh, there there is a good deal of that um, in terms of actual exploitation anime. This is pretty mild. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but like the one that um, Nishijima did was later than this was kind of late 90s was when it kind of broke into with um agent ika which is like okay just we're gonna put a freaking like panty shot in every scene and (laughs) just like every shot is gonna be like an upshot to show up the girl's skirt or just a zoom in on her boobs or something just like like that was where he no shame yeah it was just like we're not even going to disguise it it's just like we we know you're here for the titties here they are (laughs) he just went in that direction and moriyama's still kind of keeping it a a little controlled yeah well maybe by now he's full-on you know yeah yeah, i mean who knows it may have (laughs) evolved out of there and that that's one of the things i think aiko did a very uh big deal with was to kind of give permission for that okay that Aiko was so full of it that it just had so much uh, sexual content or innuendo or just uh-huh. these... in the first one um, is there much because i don't remember a lot one, in the first one it's kind of it's there a lot of it you do have to kind of go frame by frame for oh, okay but there, there's just like a lot of just random shots where just for like a couple of frames this girl's skirt will blow up and you see yeah i remember a few things like that but I don't remember anything like that really sticks out. Yeah, and and that's the thing; it didn't really stick out in yeah. Aiko. Where in it, but Aiko was this popular thing. It was this big thing that got really, and it kind of I think it was the starting point where okay. people started to feel like they had permission to suddenly be putting this kind of sexual okay. content in there, and it starts snowballing out from that. Are the sequels? Do they engage that more? Um, I don't know about more, but they definitely have it. I think okay. um, the Echo Versus series might do it a little bit more, or at least more obviously. Yeah. And that one is by Nishijima. That was kind of where things were, I okay. guess. I, w- I don't want to say splitting, because I don't think there was any kind of conflict between the two guys. But yeah. like um, Yuji Moriyama was not doing that. I guess oh, he was okay. doing this Nuku Nuku thing. Um, and, but Nishijima was doing the... Okay. The Echo versus series, and that one's a bit more upfront with uh, yeah. The the there's this villain in there that's this huge bosomed blonde chick. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's this one shot where she's like trying to kidnap Seiko, and Seiko's just like scrunched up to her boobs, oh, wow. and Seiko's just like, oh, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. Her face is all squished wow. against it. She's trying to get out. It's just. <laughs> it kind of goes a little more into it there, but I mean, even in, just in general with Biko and her weird battle suit that's yeah. you know, practically a bikini almost, right, right. and just like... It's just, well, it's with Nuku Nuku, it seemed like there's a definite shift when it goes to episode four that I felt. Right, well... This is when they just throw it right into the opening credits, for one. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> just it, like, oh, here's the topless shot for you. Right. But I don't... Like, up until that point, I don't remember thinking, like, oh, this, there's, they're really going, like, hard in this direction. I just... Maybe there's a little bit here or there, but not mm-hmm. enough for me to go, like, oh, wow. Like, they're really... This is, uh, you know, there's some questionable stuff. <laughs> not that I'm, you know, worried about it, but... 
but uh, the fourth one, they introduce that other girl, and then like and immediately, that episode, they like, really like man. Yeah, that episode they really kind of they go take fucking it there. hard, and that there's bondage and all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just like wow. Okay, this took a turn. <laughs> So I was think that's what got me to thinking. Like, were these things made separately? And that's when I learned. They may like, have. Okay, yeah, they there may all... have been some uh, difference in direction going on there. But I did look at the directors, and it was like the guy who made the first one, uh, or who directed the first one, directed the sixth one, and then the there was two other guys that made the other ones. Yeah, it so I, I when I was looking at it, I didn't see like a central director of everything. It just seemed like there were a bunch of random directors doing different aspects of it. So yeah. it seemed like a it was kind of like okay, I don't see an actual like one guy in charge of this whole thing. And it seemed like it was these three guys, and like the one guy did two, another guy did two, another guy did other two, like as yeah. the head director, or whatever. But uh, I didn't see any sort of correlation between like, oh, this guy is the perv, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, I don't know that there's anything to be gleaned from this, but um, yeah, it does. It does kind of, I think, take off a little. That fourth episode, especially, is like they really go off on that one. Yeah, the yeah. fifth one a little bit because that's where it's kind of that cafe episode. Okay, yeah, they they do engage it a little bit there, but not and the sixth the, episode, not so much. The sixth episode, it's they kinda, go to space. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember a not, whole lot in that one. There's yeah, there's not much in terms of uh, just look how sexy Nuku Nuku is. Right. I mean, um, that's kind of like a running thing. Yeah, yeah. but they don't. Um, they aren't like showing it off right. in that sixth episode the way they are in uh, certainly the fourth and yeah. to a degree the fifth. Um, I'd say the third one as well, where she's playing that basketball thing. And she's in the, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, there's. A fair amount of it there. I was trying to remember. There's like, the beach episode, of course. She's well, in a yeah, swimsuit. So. Right. Yeah, they, I guess so. So it's kind of... But that's more like... That's more like tame. I don't know. It's like, oh, they're at the beach. Whereas right. in the the fourth one where they're like, we're going to the fucking the bathhouse together and... <laughs> And then the girl's like, oh, I'm fucking, my butt hurts from being whipped <laughs> so much. And then they show, like, this montage of her, like, tied to these fucking torture devices and shit. Like, it's it's definitely, right, know, right. the dial was turned up on that, you know. And then yeah, there's, I, I expected, like, okay, now, like, the rest of them are going to go fucking nuts with this. But they really didn't, so. No, no, it was it really was, just that. that it was really episode. just that one, yeah. And and really more so of just Amy being manipulated manipulative and yeah and yeah it kind of fits into what her goals were i guess right no i mean it's it's definitely exploitative but it wasn't um i thought it once i saw it i was like, okay here we go and then <laughs> they were restrained <laughs> so i was surprised yeah it was, it was really just that really just the first half of that episode I yeah think, too, for the most part i, mean, I, I guess for the second half they were like kind of fighting in their underwear i guess for that, yeah, yeah. that end of the episode but yeah that it's just that one weird episode <laughs> just came out and like may, maybe that was their like oh we've been 
it's been a year since we did the last one. We need yeah. to come out with a bang to gra- to grab the right, attention right. and go. Well, we're back. Isn't that like the fan service thing where something is popular and then like a character becomes a thing and then it's like, okay, you like this girl? Well, here's some fan service of her, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah, it kind of is is that like the general sort of that's how I feel and I don't know anything, but I feel like that's a natural progression for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think so, kind of. I, I mean, mean, do they just bust out, like, episode one, and it's like, here we go. I mean, I guess if if you're getting into, like, the exploitation anime, then, yeah, they just they, they right. start off and just go with it. Yeah. But um, for other stuff, I don't know that it really tends to change much, at least within the main body of work. Okay. Um, often, not always, but... Often you'll get an anime that will just have the beach episode. Oh, okay. That there, that's a frequent thing in anime to just like there's there's always going to be some episode where just for this episode we're all going to go to the beach just so you can see everybody in a swimsuit. Right, and right. And here you are. Here and, you go. And, <laughs> and so a lot of anime will do that. Um, and that's just usually just like this one-off episode. Yeah. Um, what most anime will have is an OVA attached to it or a part of it that's just this direct-to-video release of just some random side story that's not really yeah. a part of the main series, but it just... Like, and and so, those will often go... They crank up the trash for the yeah. direct-to-video stuff. <laughs> that will often, and that's actually kind of what the direct-to-video releases were kind of invented for, was to bypass any censorship yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, you had mentioned that, I think. And with the... it kind of became popular just for violence and stuff. Okay. That there was like, and, but also for uh, sexual content, right, too. Right. It was kind of this idea of, oh, we, we don't have to be constrained by what the TV networks yeah. are, are doing. So they kind of went a little overboard in the 80s and 90s with it, but... That's um, okay, you know. Yeah, that kind of it was the the releasing of the floodgates and like, right, right, all the pent up uh, things they hadn't been able to do got thrown out. But well, I I mean I know that that's where uh, Takashi Miike started in the uh, that direct video yeah film market, yeah, there's a... and uh, there's probably a bunch of other guys that yeah probably were similarly uh, you, know, you know I mean there's cutting their teeth in those just... days. Just because you've uh, released the floodgates doesn't mean everything coming out of there is just worthless shit. It's no, no. You you do get some uh, actual exploration of themes, right, and, and right, content that you wouldn't normally be able to do. Well, and with him, I don't know how great those early movies are. Yeah, to who me, knows? like, um, I wrote a thing for the Shaw Brothers site about uh, the Chang Che movie One Armed Swordsman, mm-hmm. and. Because I was kind of bored with just writing a review of One Armed Swordsman, because that's like the most popular fucking Shaw Brothers movie, and everybody talks about it. And it, so I didn't want to say the same shit. So I kind of compared uh, these two directors, Cheng Che and King Hu. Um, King Hu, pillar of the of of martial arts cinema, super super influential. But over his whole life, he made like twelve or thirteen movies. Hmm. Cheng Che. Just as influential, maybe more so influential over his whole life, hundred and something movies. And so I sort of talked about these two styles of like this perfectionist and this guy that just keeps fucking hitting it. Like <laughs> he's just going to hit that fucking nail until it's in and he, he's going to go from one movie to the next and just slowly hone the style over like all these movies. And I know that 
Takashi Miki has made over 100 movies at this point. Mm. And so I see him as that kind of a guy. So I don't know how great those early stuff like that might be his how, learning process. Right. Yeah. But I feel like all of it would be very interesting. Like I haven't yeah, seen yeah. any of that, but I'm uh, very curious about that process. And especially like I don't know that I've seen any of those direct video Japanese movies. I feel like they're they're pretty uh under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Like for for live action stuff, I'm obviously not nearly as familiar with yeah. with more anime stuff, but yeah, I'm I kind of want because another weird thing is that most of the stuff comes out in, in America when it does. It's you have no idea, right? You have whether, no real like, is clue. This a theatrical yeah. film was this a direct? Who right, knows? Right. It's kind of you'd have to actually look that up. Um, so who knows if I've watched a bunch of direct-to-video releases or not? It's yeah, like who a, knows? Right? How much of what I have seen of Japanese cinema was theatrical or not? I don't yeah. know. Well, I imagine they still do it now. I mean, there's still in the U.S. There's a bunch of stuff like that. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. I'm sure that's still a thing. Still it's, a thing. De- it's still definitely a thing for anime. Okay, it's definitely still a major part of it. It's, yeah, and like I say, most series will have an OVA of some kind yeah, yeah. attached to it. That's just a spin-off story of it, where they might just be doing some little gag thing, or it's just some right. special deal for the fans. That, and usually we don't get those yeah. very often in America. They don't. They just don't come out. Yeah, they did those for Attack on Titan, and I remember when I watched it, I was looking on the Wikipedia, and it was like, okay, and then there's there's this extra episode, and I was like, where is it? And I was like a fucking fiend, like, I need this extra episode, <laughs> what is it? And then I couldn't find it, because it just didn't have a US release. Right. And, and so, I, it's like, ugh. From what I've heard, a lot of that uh, ties up in the fact that it is an OVA rather than a, a broadcast, because... When it's broadcast on TV, um, the TV company has their fingers in the rights. And so you do kind of have to get their approval. You go through the TV company to get the rights to license it outside of Japan and stuff. But when you got the OVA, it's a completely different process. It's a completely different setup. And that means basically you have to buy the thing twice if you want that. And it's like you're going through every bit as much trouble to get that entire 20 odd episode series right. as you are to get this one little half hour thing. And it's like, it's just not worth it for. And yeah, money wise. It just, yeah, yeah. And but the distribution I mean, might be weird. Just and, how much uh, goodwill of the American fans would you <laughs> earn though? If you were the company that did that. Yeah. I mean, and, and we do get them sometimes, but usually when you do, it's a part of the ba- main release. Okay. And so they'll just be, uh, it'll just be the DVD set of the series, and just one of the episodes will happen to be the OVA. Sometimes they won't even tell you. you oh, just, weird. You just kind of go, oh, that was an OVA. Like huh. I think, I think Birdie the Mighty did that. It had an OVA episode that was the last of the twenty six episodes on the set I have of it, but it takes place in between the first and second season, so it's actually like oh weird. Confused the shit out of me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Until I finally realized, no, this actually oh, took place. Okay. 10 episodes ago and the idiots who put the dvd together just slapped it at the end instead of slipping it in where it was actually meant to go yeah um did it is that when it came out like release wise like the first season i assume so i assume i assume that's how that That makes sense but but i'd have to like actually look up specific release dates on it and see but 
if if such available information is available to actually look up it should but, be i mean i know like i got the yeah. release dates of all of these uh i was gonna say echo but the uh nuku nuku you know they had all those that's how i was able to figure out like oh okay this one came out like the last one came out two years after the first one mm-hmm. hmm. okay yeah so yeah i'm sure i i think that info would be out there somewhere yeah if, yeah i mean it doesn't really matter yeah, but no. yeah but it it tends to be a part of like the when it is brought out it's just slapped in there sometimes they just have a separate thing of it for longer series like i know um ursa yatsura the ovas were produced on their own but those were also like years after the fact oh like the, okay. the ova series of ursa yatsura is like a whole series like okay. a 12 episode series or whatever that actually got but it's it's like its own thing yeah and it got published a few years after the main series that actually ended okay like years later they go oh we're gonna make an ova series of it and they started throwing it out so well that makes sense that that would get its own release you know i think there's um there's some other series that'll just have like the ova episodes or something yeah but you a lot of times you rarely get it because like i there's one I think it was um, Black Lagoon got the OVA released onto a Blu-ray of all on its own, but the OVA was like this 15-minute episode, and it was like that's it. You get you, you're gonna buy like a Blu-ray for this 15-minute episode. And it was just what like the fuck. <laughs> so of course nobody's gonna do that, and they didn't put anything else on there. Jesus no. Christ. No. So I mean, and that's. Like if it's just if you just get some little side thing like that, a lot of times that that's what it's going to be as well. It's like oh, we're going to have this whole set of the series, but then we're going to have this like yeah, who's going to want this little? T- right, it just right. financially, it just doesn't add up a lot of times for yeah. the companies to even to bother well, doing that with. Well, oh well, yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, with so the rights, it's, I don't know what else you could do, but yeah, it's really only worth it when there's a, a genuine kind of yeah. a, a reason to, or it connects primarily into things, or is a hmm. large enough OVA of its own to weird be worth the trouble. I was going to ask you about Nuku Nuku. I saw when I was looking it up, there's a like a second anime series from the late '90s. Yeah, there's there's actually a couple of remakes of this. There's one that was Nuku Nuku Dash, Ooh. which is a total reboot. Like it, it has virtually no similarity. Okay. Like I think Ryu is like this teenager, and you saw it. I have seen it. I've okay. And it's like Nuku Nuku was like blonde. Oh wow. And was not like not anything at all like she is here. She was just a robot made by some company who's or some black ops unit and so she's wandering around on some mission and just blunders into Ryu oh, and, wow. and they just kind of hang out for a little or he's like wondering who is this mysterious sexy blonde woman wandering around huh. and it was no just like cat connection not really i mean it's still there in the title and there's there's even even less of a cat connection because wow. it's like the most cat-like thing i remember her doing was just like walking across the edge of a wall like okay like yeah. cats will do you'll yeah. walk along the fence between your yard but and that's what she did and how she got around town i'm like well okay i guess all right <laughs> like, well it was a totally i remember that one being very underwhelming yeah and not very interesting but hmm. um but they also made it that that's another ova series but um they made another they made a tv version of this yeah and 
I remember grabbing that when it came out, the first volume of that when it came out, and being kind of unimpressed by it at the time. And so I just didn't continue on with it. Okay. And so a while ago when we were first talking about this, I was kind of like, oh, there was that series. Like, I couldn't remember if it was a reboot or a sequel or what it was. Uh-huh. And so I dredged up that DVD of, like, the first couple of episodes and just yeah. checked it out. I'm like, okay, is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Oh, I could. Okay. It it's it's so different that I kind of want to call it a reboot, but at the same time, it never gives the origin. It just kind of just starts off, and she's just there with yeah. the family and stuff. Yeah, it's like it's all, that's already happened. It makes this this vague kind of it makes jokes about the previous Nuku Nuku things, including the dash over. So it's like it makes huh. it like, and so I'm like. I'm not sure if they're just being meta or if they're genuinely including that as the backstory. So I, I was still confused as to whether weird. it's actually a reboot or a no. sequel. Weird. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. Huh. Um, on the other hand, I was actually enjoying it a lot more than I was when I first watched it years ago. So maybe I should uh, follow up on that. <laughs> you want to get the rest of it. But it, it definitely went in a little weirder direction where... Um, the Mishima Heavy Industries, the big corporation, is, yeah. is like they're a group of supervillains, and it's like oh, wow. they're all like dressed up in supervillain costumes. Oh, wow. And because and... in in the series, it's just basically like the the mom, right? Yeah, and then so she has like her her she two has her girls, two little, like I guess secretaries or like secretary assassins or whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> There's a little explanation they're giving in the right. beginning that made no damn sense. But. And then there's like the old guy. Yeah, who, there's the the grandfather who yeah. I guess is the owner of the company, and and she's just this spoiled little princess. I guess yeah. I don't know. It's kind of it. It never really goes into the the. But there's not. It, it seems very like tight knit. It's just a small little family thing that's a right, giant right, business. Right. But and in the kinda, in the other it, series, it's like a whole big supervillain thing it's it's weird because it's it's like the because it still seems to be kind of like a family thing but like they've expanded out the family to oh, like, so okay. there's some other like family members that you just don't see in the the ova oh, okay, is what it seemed like it was doing to me or they yeah. and the other people were just like higher up managers in the company who weren't a part of the family but they were just just along for the ride yeah they were just like these <laughs> they probably have a machine gun somewhere <laughs> <laughs> and it was so because and now now that you're mentioning that it's like it's weird because it was like actually like not as violent and weird cause oh it was, really it was kind of like it was almost like parodying it like they're all it was, it's like just like the president was just like we're gonna be like super villains and just making everybody wear costumes and they weren't really into <laughs> it like they were just like the one guy was just like like akiko was like she was like bloody akiko and she has this whole like super villain costume and then one of the other guys is just like oh akiko's just like no you must call her bloody akiko and, the, and then like the end of the meeting the other guy is like god when are we gonna get past this weird fa- when is the president gonna just get over this weird like, it was, it's like I just want to go back to being a normal businessman. Like, it's just nobody's... Like, they aren't actual supervillains. It's just the president decided, we're all going to dress up like supervillains and and be this evil secret organization. Everybody's like, "Uh, oh, okay. That kind of... I mean, that seems like something that would happen in this series, though. Like, as one episode... Because this... The whole thing reminded me, like, of the... uh, This is going to sound weird, but... It's, it reminded me of, of a sitcom in the way that each episode is is a series of 
events and then it's all wrapped up at the end and then the next episode is completely right, right. its own thing yeah and yeah. there there's a small chronology in this that you wouldn't necessarily have in a traditional sitcom but like right mostly everything is like contained to each one and so right, i could right. see like okay now there's the supervillain episode or whatever <laughs> like that makes sense yeah so it's I mean, I could kind of see it as like like Mishima is kind of portrayed in this this evilish light, and it's yeah. kind of like the TV series is like ballooning that out right, of proportion right. and, and just as a farce of yeah. And so like um, the mad sign, the main character guy that or the father, he's like he's always like oh Mishima's they're they're up to something crazy. And it's like a bloody Akiko is running around and is like testing out this robot, but it's like a freaking washing machine. <laughs> And then it like it just malfunctions and and kind of runs around crashing into things. He's like, oh, their plot to destroy the town is coming in. He's like, Nugu Nugu, you have to stop it. And he's like, okay. And it's just like it's this fucking malfunctioning washing machine. Oh, it's just like there's no actual villainy. It's just like we're designing a new washing machine. Oh shit, it broke and is destroying things. Oh wow. <laughs> it just suds everywhere. <laughs> But it it kind of it was kind of a little just weird, but yeah, I I don't know. I I might have to follow up on that because I was yeah. actually enjoying it a lot more than I remembered it being. It yeah, you have to check that out. I mean, maybe Netflix has it, or uh, maybe maybe, maybe not. To, you know. maybe look, yeah, it's it's an <laughs> old probably, enough thing by now that I don't know. They probably have they the one have disc that you already have. Yeah, yeah probably, <laughs> and then don't have the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Um, go on right stuff and find their two dollar <laughs> dvd sales of yeah it. <laughs> yeah maybe they have they have them i don't know um i just want to say about the dad character i fucking love the way that he's uh drawn where he just has this fucking oh, yeah. hair and you don't ever see his eyes and he's right, always right. got some fucking cigarette hanging out uh i just every time that guy was on i was i liked him a lot yeah and and i i find him interesting in that um Usually you get like the mad scientist and he's like evil. Yeah. It's like this guy's the the good mad scientist. Yeah, he like, definitely wasn't evil. He's he's definitely like this mad scientist kind of character, but For sure, he's, yeah. he's not out there trying to do weird crazy shit. He's I, just... Yeah, I don't even know exactly what he is trying to do. <laughs> yeah, he's just there. I, I don't know if he knows what he's trying to do. <laughs> he's like I invented something. Yeah. Like what's it do? Who knows. <laughs> I mean, he built he built the the Nuku Nuku robot. But it's not I mean like okay what is the actual purpose of this robot I mean it's all purpose it's all purpose <laughs> cultural <laughs> cat girl but the the Mishima Industries um they seem like a, they're kind of like a, a warlike they have yeah, all these fucking yeah they're a military you know like, yeah and the, you know they make tanks and and hel- combat all kinds of and, shit and like, got, that. like yeah battle suits of robot ma- armor and machine stuff. guns and yeah and and there's there's the little video he uh gives to akiko to explain why he's he's leaving and and yeah and in that he's talking about like oh he's like i'm designing this robot it's going to take years to like make it fit into society and act like a human okay but your your grandfather he he wants it now and it's like if he wants it now I can only think of one thing he wants it for and I'm just morally opposed to this okay. so I'm gonna yeah, leave yeah. so okay, it's I like apparently that. he just wants this robot to be like 
a replica of a human to yeah. interact with humans. He in wants a, in to a, make like a like a fucking data android. Yeah, he wants to make data <laughs> yeah. and like but the grandfather wants to make the Terminator. There you go. And yeah. he realizes this and he's like, I don't want to make the Terminator. I right. want to make data. So he he leaves, he takes the prototype with him and winds up creating Nuku Nuku. Yeah, who is uh like the polar opposite of the Terminator. She's she's very uh, very uh, kind and nice and you know all this I mean, even when that girl is like fucking gatling gun at her, she's just like, Oh <laughs> fucking laughing about it and like just misunderstanding that she's trying to kill her. Right, right. She's just very uh happy go lucky. Yeah, and uh so winds up doing that and uh and takes the kid with him just to have the the ultimate custody battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the literal custody battle. Right. Yeah, no they 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 fucking <laughs> battle it out for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of uh fighting over that kid. Yeah. And and over Nuku Nuku. It's uh, both of them actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh and there's there is something weird. I don't know if you noticed this, but we have the um the other android yeah, and we get the uh, the the serial number, I guess. Okay, SNK. I did notice SNK. And it was like, oh, it's like the game company. I was yeah. like, I wonder if this is some kind of reference to it. And then you you like, and they're they're mentioning that name several times before you actually see the actual serial number. Yeah, and I realized that it was S kind of on its own, and then NK in a different font or pattern or something yeah and i kind of and at some point i realized that nuku nuku's serial number is nk followed by a, the number right. so then you have the the replacement of her is the, the s nk yeah. and i realized that in in japan you have the word shin means new oh okay so oh, i'm okay. thinking that so, was the the new all right yeah, nk yeah. series and i was like oh my god but there there's no explanation of that there's not even like they don't even go into that it's just right. sort of there and i'm like did i just figure out something like yeah like, i think you did there's this weird kind of in, and i suddenly realized like just there's this weird kind of internal consistency that they're not even trying to communicate like it's just yeah this thing they've invented just for this <laughs> the hell of it and right. they did you know they weren't even trying to like put it in there as an easter egg it was just like they weren't trying to put it in there at all it was just it's just a whatever yeah, right. and i'm like holy crap I'm like <laughs> well i mean that's kind of the whole thing it doesn't seem like there's a lot of um like purpose <laughs> to the whole thing other than just to create like a fucking gonzo action comedy like right right it's like, just there for the fun of it yeah and, i mean they they might have had these ideas but like it's up to you <laughs> to yeah, kind of piece them all together explaining it was not their right goal. they it don't really just, yeah they're just but, throwing it out there. but it surprised me just how much there is this kind of underlying yeah for sure uh, consistency this underlying rules yeah, behind yeah. this world that they just didn't care to explain because that's right. not what it's about but they still made it and right put well it that's together cool. and this... i mean it's it's cool for you to sort of discover it and and you know as a viewer that's uh that's a fun experience yeah so i was kind of like oh wow <laughs> it's uh yeah i mean you don't i don't like things that are exp over explained right, right so i mean if they had explained that i think it would be less effective 
Right, right. There are certain things like the cat brain. You could have gone into that <laughs> a little maybe bit. Mentioned it, yeah, a little bit maybe. Um, that probably would have been nice, but I guess they, uh, you know, they <laughs> they had to get more machine guns in. You know, <laughs> you know, had fucking. To, they had a time limit, and yeah, they, they had to have the scene where Nuku Nuku folds the blanket in like <laughs> one second flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I remember reading something about about Escaflone, and it stuck with me in regards to just all anime, where they there was something about like they thought they were gonna get so many episodes, and then when it came time, they suddenly like got the number cut, and mm. so they were just like, "Well, we already got this whole fucking story. Like, what are we gonna do?" And so they they cut shit out of like certain episodes mm. like the first episode doesn't even have the song because they wanted to get more story right, in right. and they didn't want to waste that time and, and yeah, so you know that specifically is in nuku nuku the first episode does not have the opening theme. right it doesn't and so it makes me think like maybe they had an idea like okay we're gonna explain yeah, they had that more stuff that and they then just they couldn't. were just like fuck it we don't have the the, t- the budget for a longer right. thing so let's just cut it down to the action or whatever. And yeah, that's kind of uh that's that is kind of a thing thing with anime that just they're always low budget, they're always yeah, you know, overdue, you know, they're always past the deadline on over budget <laughs> and, and just rushing to get as much shit done as they can. Right. That's very much just the industry as a whole is that way. And Oddly enough, Macross is a, is a weirdly rare exception to that. They did not expect a third season, and they got a and third season. And then they season, got that, And they yeah. were like, holy shit, what, we've got a third season. What do we do? <laughs> That's cool, though. I, mean, I wish... So. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I like that there's anime, and there's a lot of it, whatever, in the same way that I like that there's a shitload of Hong Kong movies. <laughs> but I, um, I also would like there to be more uh, attention paid to these things that are there because there's certain things like in in this one this one's fairly you know it's good animation and stuff but there's moments where you can tell like okay they're cutting you know there's a little bit of a still frame here or they they under animate certain things and it's just like oh man if they had if they had just like put some more money into this to make it like fully realized right right i think it would be so much better yeah and that's so just that's, kind of like the thing where it's like they're just it's the, uh it's the limitations in animation. Right. Well, I mean it's an limitation of anything. I think yeah, I you. think the same thing about like low budget movies where it's just like fuck if you just had a few like full moon especially where it's like yeah they at this point have been like they basically just make a movie to get the money to make the next movie <laughs> and to keep the company going. Mm-hmm. And so it's not always it's generally not about like making a good movie. Right. And so I've just been, <laughs> I get frustrated because it's like, what? Just save your money from this one movie and like make a, a, a movie with a, with a more budget. And they finally fucking did it. <laughs> the new Puppet Master, they took like five years and they put, oh, wow. and they put all this extra work into it and there's fucking stop motion in it. And Ooh, they, they really motion. like went nuts and they fucking did like everything that I've wanted them to do. And it's, it's like a way better movie than, <laughs> than if they had just made a bunch of shitty 
ones in those five years. So it's like, yeah. oh, they fucking did it. Yay. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> yeah, got to have the, uh, the just the churn it out stuff to build up a little extra uh, yeah, cash I guess, until you've yeah. built up enough extra cash to do something. Well, they had like an Indiegogo to kind of help with the uh, FX yeah. budget on that one specifically. So that helped considerably, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's why CG keeps getting shoehorned in anime. That's it's true. Just that yeah. It's just cheaper. It's a lot easier to and do stuff with that too. And yeah, so it's because that'll cut time. Like if you right can create a a helicopter model and then just like throw it around all. instead yeah, of having yeah. to fucking draw all this shit. Yeah, and that's why there's um not not in here, but um there's reused animation in a lot of anime oh okay um, escaflone didn't do a lot of that but even that had a few little tiny tidbits here and there that yeah. were used um mostly that big fight with um vaughn and alan at the in like the last episode is actually in the opening credits <laughs> oh, for the okay. entire series like that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the that exact one part same thing, yeah. animation is in there and so it's like um <clears throat> Sailor Moon was huge for that, for the, the big transformation scenes. Oh, they just Would, use the same Yeah, ones, just yeah. reusing that same animation over and Like, every episode, <laughs> you're going to see that. Um, well, there's least, something to be said about the reputation of that, though. It's like, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, like, and for that, it depends on... Because they had a, an animation for each of the characters. Right. So, in some episodes, one character would be transforming or in a different oh, way. Oh, so, okay, I mean, okay. It, it would get mixed a bit, but for well, the I most part... I just think about, like, He-Man... Every time He Man became He Man, it was pretty much the same. Yeah, thing. I'm sure that. Again, and like, yeah. I know those were probably low budget things right, that right. they were just, you know, cranking out. So they think, okay, we can save 30 seconds of animation money with, right, right. by having him do his fucking by the power of Grayskull, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and anime has kind of just lived off that principle yeah. of do things as cheaply as we can get away with yeah i mean i respect it as a as a as a fan of compromise and and like ingenuity the human ingenuity of like finding a way to do things but at the same time it's just like especially after watching akira that (laughs) that shit has like kind of ruined me for stuff because because after seeing that where it's just like literally everything is a hundred percent and it's amazing right and it's just like it's still in my brain. It's like this. This is what's possible. It's, <laughs> it could be like this. <laughs> and then when I see other things, it's just like, oh it, fuck! It, if you just had, the, you know, put some more effort and time and money into this. And so it's not necessarily the fault of the thing. It's, right, it's the it's, fact that I saw Akira again, and it's like it's <laughs> fucking like, holy shit. just ruined me for things. Yeah, you just know? like that's the best of the best. Right. Know? So yeah. I think as we get further away from that, maybe I'll forget it. But yeah, I don't know. Fade a little bit. And yeah, and then I'll you know we'll probably watch Ghost in the Shell, and it'll fucking do a similar again, thing yeah. where it's just like fuck. <laughs> yeah, because Ghost in the Shell is another very well animated one. Not <laughs> not quite as good as Akira, but it's yeah. it's still just. Uh, a very great looking well well animated right i just remember it being pretty dope and yeah and, it's, uh, no corners cut on that yeah, one like, so. and i haven't seen it since whenever so whenever i do see it it's gonna be the similar or i expect it to be a similar sort of like oh shit <laughs> right kind of experience so yeah, and it's and, and and that's also kind of the difference between a theatrical film well, this, yeah, yeah, and, yeah 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 you know just a tv series or some you know, right you know, it's it's going from alien to you know <laughs> yeah the twilight zone yeah, <laughs> you know it's no, like you, you've yeah. got a very different 
setup going on. But, well, and especially with this, it's it's not even TV; it's direct to video. Yeah. So which, that would even be like a step lower, um, you think, or the not same really. step? No, it's it's direct to video stuff. Can it can be practically anything? It can oh, okay. Be a very wide range of uh, different levels of quality. Okay. Uh, depend because sometimes they get really high budget ones that are really good. Sometimes they just get throw together whatever <laughs> shit we can. Because um, there's kind of like a, at least here in America, there's this idea that the direct to video is because you couldn't get a theatrical yeah, release. Yeah, for sure. Couldn't. Yeah. And, and in Japan, I think it's more of a, a deliberate choice to avoid the censorship. Okay. Without being this huge like but yeah the, the, yeah the theatrical films really do need this huge spectacular budget to be this huge theatrical thing right right and so so ovas are definitely like a step down from theatrical productions for the most part but they're usually above tv production okay quality so they're, they're usually in between yeah yeah because in general of the tv series that i have seen nuku nuku seems it's, a little more higher quality. It, like it there's, is a little like compared to Boogie Pop or Escaflone. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's definitely comparable to Escaflone, and that's one of the really better animated TV series of that time. And this is time-wise, they're fairly close. fairly close. Yeah. Um, if you ever get to watching the original Macross from the '80s, that's going to be a massive step down oh, yeah. from what you've seen so far. <laughs> it's like <laughs> massive. Um, yeah. A lot of TV series are just not going to have that level of uh, detail and right, background right. artwork, and the animation will be a lot choppier. And yeah, let's see, that's going to be hard for me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we kind of the the problems of starting off high. Yes, this is, <clears throat> and that's why I watch stuff chronologically because I do like it. Shit does affect me like that, like right. where I I just. Uh, I don't. I have a hard time like judging things on their own. If I've like spoiled my brain or whatever, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all interconnected in, in what you experience and what what standards things right. need to live up to. And it's just, and it's it's not even just the animation of of Akira. It's that it's such a fucking like perfectly composed movie like as a movie and it's super fucking artistic mm-hmm. and like everything that i want out of a movie is in that movie <laughs> so it's just like this amazing experience that like just transcends animation like yeah the animation is great but right. there's all this other shit going on with that yeah and, and so just... that is just like I'm not going to get that out no, of all this other shit. So you're probably never really going to get that again, <laughs> right? And just that's, about anything. And that's the thing. Um, so it's just like, man, I don't even like. I feel so spoiled from that. <laughs> you know, like maybe I need to watch like a Miyazaki movie or something to sort of like ground you again. I don't yeah, know. I mean, because I feel like Mononoke or something like that is is comparable in terms of artistic merit and, and right, right. style and everything. So I feel like if I see that, it'll sort of uh, calm my brain from this fucking Akira firestorm that's going on. <laughs> you need the anti-Akira. Something, to, yeah. kind of yeah. step it down for you. I don't know. I mean, not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just like I just see these flaws and it's just like, I, 
why? <laughs> it doesn't have to be like this. <laughs> Haven't they seen Akira? <laughs> Don't they know what's possible? <laughs> you know? And it's just, and, it's, I have to think of it like, no, this is uh, right, like, like I, a lower budget thing. And, and remember that Akira was, at least at the time, the like, I right. think it was the highest budget animated right, right. film ever at the time. No, and, I, and I uh, logically, I understand yeah. this. And it's um, just emotionally yeah. getting there. Is, uh, yeah. Well, and a, I think because... Because animation, at a base level, like uh, it all kind of like looks, it has a look to it. So you don't necessarily mm-hmm. think, oh, this is a low budget one, right? Right. And I mean, maybe you see the the frames are weirder or whatever. Um, it's not as well animated, but but like when you watch a low budget movie. It's fucking apparent, <laughs> and so like my brain kind of adjusts. Like, okay, I'm I'm not expecting some fucking great thing, but with the animation, I'm kind of like, you haven't, there you is haven't kind of that. like a base yeah. level where I'm just kind of like, all right, here we go, and then I have to adjust to it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a learning process. Yeah, sort of a thing. You're, you're getting adjusted. To yeah, the, yeah. The variations of it. So it's a, you know it's enjoyable. Yeah. So. Riding the anime train. <laughs> so, uh, so Nuku Nuku humor wise was that, uh, I wasn't like super on board. Like I wasn't like dying laughing or anything, <laughs> but there were some great moments that I fucking loved. Like I love the, the, the professor, the, the, the dad with the hair in his fucking face. I right. just loved him. And, uh, I really liked the, when they're in the, the restaurant mm. and the kids are reacting to Nuku Nuku and the one specifically where they show his face and it fucking splits <laughs> into yeah. like, like those two images and it's like ah oh, <laughs> that was a great gag stuff like that I really liked I you know the catnip in the fucking <laughs> rocket launcher or whatever <laughs> I mean I I had a good time yeah, I, um I think one of my favorites will always be the the mini Nuku Nuku that he pulls out to activate the gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, like sorry. I, I sometimes I treat you like a machine. He's like, that's why I meant made this. <laughs> just, 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 just like, just like what? Because <laughs> I, I, I like that because there often is like this um, this theme in like artificial human weapon kind of thing. And yeah. anime does this a lot where it's like, I'm, I'm not a weapon. I'm a human. And yeah. it's like, and it's just like this complete parody gag of this, where it's just like, it's like, Oh yeah, sometimes I do that. So I fixed that problem. <laughs> so I just have this little toy version that'll do what I want as a machine and not be a person. And yeah. So I can not have to force you to do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And it was kind of this little adorable little thing, too. You know? yeah. The little ears popping out. <laughs> it's just like you just don't expect it, and then it just, just does it. Anyway. Yeah. There's a lot of little things like that. And there's so much, like, packed. These fucking episodes are, like... They're, they're jammed. Yeah, it's, stuff, like, nonstop yeah. shit. I yeah, mean... They don't, they don't they don't pad it. <laughs> no, and that's what makes me think, like... Like, they probably had... At like some point, like, more figured out in, some yeah. of these uh, explanations or whatever, and they're just like, fucking cut it down. We got 28 <laughs> minutes, and some of that is credits, so <laughs> it's all action. Right, right. And so they really, like, yeah, they move. And to the point that, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what each episode was, and I can remember, I can't remember specifically, like, what 
the third episode was because the first episode is like origin sort of thing and then they yeah. go to the beach yeah i kind of think and, of it as like what was she fighting in each episode it's uh-huh. like in the first one she's fighting that helicopter and the second one she's fighting the octopus robot yeah which w- was I, I just love the way it ran when it was running <laughs> on the when it was out of the water running it just looked really goofy and funny yeah and, yeah and of course the land rover attack that was it's always been one of my favorites the, and that's in the second one yeah yeah when they when they drive the car at the oh yeah yeah, they, yeah. They, they just hit the, hit it with the dune buggy <laughs> like, land rover attack <laughs> Like what the hell? The, yeah, there's the a lot like of, the high five. Like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, a lot of stuff is like that, where it's just like shit just coming out of left field. <laughs> like, okay, right. And like, there's so much. That's what was my point. Was like, there's so much of that that I just like the next thing happens, and then I kind of forget. Right. And you've seen it a bunch of times. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched this more in your so brain, many yeah. times in high school. This was one of the the routine staple. Yeah. Of a and you had like the I whole all six yeah. of them. Yeah, back in the old VHS days, yeah. had the whole series. And was it a tape a thing or two? Um, on a tape? There were two two episodes on a tape. Two That's kind of how they tended to do it back then. Yeah. Well, that goes. Um, then they they go to a DVD and they're like two on a DVD. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, they kind of <laughs> usually they do like three at least at the beginning, and then they okay. kind of like got it brought up and yeah. Now now <laughs> they've now they want to cram as many on a disc as they can because they've they kind of just sell it as a pack set now yeah. instead of as okay. individual. Because at first they would just sense. sell it volume yeah. at a time. Um, and then it's like, well, now we're just going to sell one box of all of it. So the fewer discs, the lower the production cost. Yeah, so yeah. obviously we want to cram as much on there as you can now, but that makes sense. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't do that in the first yeah. place, but whatever. Yeah. I think they, I think it was like you were saying, like just, Oh, we got two on a tape. Right. We're, like we're just going to keep right? this yeah. kind of, you know, th- there was just, they were still just using that same yeah. model that they had, that you were kind of forced to with the VHS. But, but like a VHS that I guess the VHS might have been thirty dollars. It's certain, like in at a list price in like Suncoast, <laughs> yeah, store and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, I mean that was you know, that, yeah. I'm not sure because there was so often that because in the VHS days, I often tended to rent them. Okay, because there was a little rental store that actually had anime to rent. And I was like, oh, well, cool. So well, I, would, that, yeah. I tended to rent them more, and then like copy the tape and then yeah. send it back and have this shitty like, <laughs> like, like as the shittiest quality yeah. tape it could have of it well couldn't it be shittier than my fucking eighth generation kung fu cult master no no i didn't have anything where it was like bleeding out of the letterbox yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty impressive but i'll have to dig out some of my yeah. old because i still have some of those i'll have to yeah. dig them out especially with like with anime it's like you get it too degraded and you can't read the subtitles at all well yeah. i mean hong kong, well, hong kong I, yeah, the same yeah thing. no yeah. we couldn't read shit on that kung fu cult master <laughs> i mean we got like every third word and then <laughs> yeah. it goes bright and you can't read shit but whatever you just you know hang out and watch yeah the movie. i think uh i think one of those i still have is um <laughs> uh kimagure orange road uh-huh that that movie that 
I remember when I, when I did the review, I, I took, got out that VHS oh, and watched, watched it. I'm like, it like oh, that? shit. This, like, <laughs> I was like, I can hardly read the subtitles on here. Like, like, oh, these credits. I'm supposed to get the director off of this. Oh, shit. Who is this guy? <laughs> like, it, it, was, it was an adjustment after going from HD to yeah, shitty yeah. SD. Not even good SD. Just yeah, shit right. SD. Well, I'm, I still have an affection for this. Those yeah, tapes yeah. and that stuff. Yeah. It's fun. And then, then I think you put the screenshots of that on there for Kimigure. I did when I when I watched it because I got the DVD from the library yeah. up here. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when you did that and I looked at it, I'm like, that's not from this movie. What the hell is it? And then it's like, because the, the colors on it my VHS were so different. washed out. Yeah. It's just, I was like, oh my God. Then I kind of looked at it, I'm like, I guess that's kind of the holy shit. The colors, though, it's just like it looks so different. <laughs> Look at the colors, man. <laughs> so vast difference in a uh, video quality yeah, between those yeah. two. Well, I just I think like uh, normal brand new tape price was like twenty bucks, and I could and like specialty stuff could be more than that. So yeah. I could kind of see thirty yeah, for kind of. A, uh, my memory wants to say somewhere around 25 yeah 25 something like i'm that. not sure it was a little it, it's been too long yeah and so I, and maybe I've, they're like 30 for the dvd because it's fucking dvd quality yeah it might have been something weird like that yeah but, yeah, but i think like the escaflone tapes i think had three or four episodes on them uh, well yeah you could i mean you could definitely get that many on a tape yeah, and for like, and for TV series like that, but for like these OVAs like Nuku Nuku that were not very long, they yeah. they drew it out long as long okay, as they yeah. did. It makes they sense. Kinda, they, they just make their money off of it. Yeah, they kind of wanted to because six episodes. Well, six you probably couldn't get on one tape. You could you could probably yeah, get so. three and three at least though. Um, yeah, I'm sure they could have. And like like I said, like TV series, I'm sure had at least three on a tape. Maybe yeah, four. Well, because four is only like two hours, so you yeah, could I mean, definitely you, you get to be able that, to get that on there. Yeah. yeah. So they were just. Yeah. Well, they're trying to make their money. Yeah, and it it is a specialty market, and especially in the '90s, it was a yeah, specialty market for sure. And it's kind of the market has changed. Yeah, yeah. You can stream stuff now. Yeah, and yeah, most of the time they do it that way. Anything new coming out probably is getting a streaming somewhere. That you can just watch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was looking into Attack on Titan because we were talking about it, or I was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the first season is on Netflix still because they like bought the rights to it. Oh, okay. And so when the second season came out just this year sometime, I thought, like, well, they'll get the second season. But the second season rights are apparently exclusive to Crunchyroll, at least for some time or whatever. Right. And mm -hmm. so they have the first season and the second season. I thought they would only have the second season, but no, they have the whole thing. Yeah. So I was yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, sometimes you get weird, goofy things like that where one company will get part of a series and another company will get the other part of it. It's just, like, it's uh, weird to me. I don't, I feel like uh, the Netflix kind of put that out almost they, the way they talked about it when they released it was like, they produced the fucking attack on Titan <laughs> and that's what it seemed like. And, and that's how it was presented to me when I first heard about it. And I was like, they're producing and what the fuck? And then I looked into it and I was like, Oh, okay. They just bought the rights to it and they're right. giving it its U S release. 
and so they've done it with a bunch now, but I haven't kept yeah, up. Yeah, I think they were. I think they were trying to get into the whole anime thing, and I don't know, you know, how much they've decided to keep on going. They with that still are, as far as I know, still or how they're doing it. Yeah, as far as I know, they're still putting stuff out. I just don't keep up with it because they did the second one was Knights of Sidonia, and I that has a second season and that's on Netflix too. But I only mm-hmm. watched the first season of that. That was pretty good, but it's all CG, so. Yeah, I think that's why I kind of didn't really go into that one. It was just eh. I enjoyed it though. It has a weird kind of concept, and there's a lot of uh, fucking space robot shit that I think you would enjoy. And uh, but it's all CG, so I don't know. Yeah, it kind of tends to downgrade it for me. Just like oh, I just yeah. don't enjoy it as much when right, it does right. that. But I mean, it can be done well. It had a good story. I don't. I don't remember shit about what the story was, but I remember <laughs> being like into it. So. I kind of, and this was just a feeling I got that it was going to be the 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 harem anime that it's like there's there's a whole genre of that okay where it's just some guy through some ri- random ridiculous set of circumstances is surrounded by girls and they all fall in love with him or whatever. Or, I don't remember there being a lot of love in that. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, maybe I mean, it is. This I don't was just me know. seeing like some production art for it and going, yeah. oh, or maybe reading a paragraph description of the series and going, uh-huh. oh, it sounds like it's one of those things and just writing it off. But, there might have been, but I don't. It's. I remember being there's like some kind of a like space thing and there's yeah, there's and a there's, fucking there's kind of a thing of that too where there's just um, I know Sakura Wars did this and a few other things did this where it's just like. There's this team of all-girl robot pilots, and they, they all pilot robots, and only girls can pilot robots, and then there's and then this there's one, one guy, guy who yeah. can pilot a robot, and he, of course, becomes the leader of the entire team, right. and he just has all the girls, and it's just like... Oh, right. Well, that's like, they do that a lot with white guys entering the native cultures, like Avatar right, is right. the... the this that. white guy matt damon be- seems to be making a career out of it i, I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> just like- well it and it always bothers me because it's just like okay the white guy comes and he's all of a sudden the best native there's ever been right and right it's and- like and he leads them to fucking success over the the corporation or whatever and it's just like that we don't need any more of these fucking white savior movies. Right, like, let's, right. Let's move kinda, forward from this. And there's kind of, it feels like to me anyway, there's there's a bunch of anime that kind of do that with yeah. these like, all-girl teams. And, and then a guy, just because we need a guy to be the leader. And it's right. just like, oh, come on. Well, and I don't remember the specific story, but I'm pretty sure that there is some kind of a thing where like this guy comes at us some like fucked up, situation and nobody thought that he could be a pilot and then he becomes the pilot and he's like gifted or you know one of those things right but i don't remember if it's all girls around him but yeah it might I mean, be that might that might have just been me filling in blanks in my head based on what yeah. is common and, yeah, or yeah. what i've seen elsewhere so i don't really know i hadn't seen it i just kind of glanced at it and said yeah yeah, yeah. i just remember that there was some kind of like mythology behind like mm. that you kind of uncover through the whole series that i was intrigued by i don't remember what it is i couldn't tell you sh- shit number one about it but, <laughs> but what about shit number two <laughs> i i don't know what that one is either you know i just uh i i remember enjoying it that's all i remember so 
if I were to watch the second season, I'd have to go and watch the first one again because right, right. God only knows what the fuck happened. And that's like if we ever do uh, Attack on Titan or if I ever want to watch the second season, I definitely have to watch the first one because right. I remember yeah. a lot more that happens in that one, but I don't remember like specifics of who this guy is or that guy or whatever. Right. So it's kind of a good thing that anime doesn't get a lot of <laughs> seasons because then you can just watch the whole fucking thing and then yeah yeah i mean then there are shows that do get a lot of seasons but they they tend to be i have found lower quality on the whole yeah well um, and by the time i get to them it's yeah. usually the shit's already out right like i didn't think like when they did attack on titan it was just like here it is this is it <laughs> And they didn't expect to do a second season. And then it was so popular that they, like, finally did it. But it took them, like, five fucking years because they already were committed to all these other things. Mm. Like, in the meantime. That that explains why Netflix didn't get the second part then. Yeah, it was probably, like, a time It was such a long time gap that whatever Netflix's agreement was didn't really apply in that new situation. Um, Yeah, there have been weird things like that, like... uh, like Utena had the TV series of Utena. The first season was done by I think Central Park Media, and then like, or maybe Central Park Media got the second and third season. I don't know. But yeah. the company switched between the first and second season as to who was publishing. Yeah, in the rights switched. Got, so you had these weird, weirdly different DVD sets. Yeah, and, and to go back to it, the first season was two DVDs. It was like seven episodes on the first disc and six episodes on the second. And then, like, the second season was four discs, and the third season was four discs, because the, the other company was just like, no, nah, we're going to put, like, three episodes on a I'm disc. Fucking milk like, this. God damn it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, I haven't seen these movies, but because they're new Hong Kong movies, but there, there was a Hong Kong movie series. It's three movies. The first movie is called The Four. The <laughs> second movie is called The Four Two. <laughs> And there may be subtitles, but I don't really know. And then the third one, I believe, is 4-3, but I'm not sure. Anyway, when they came out in America, they were not called The Four. The distributor changed the title to what the fuck else. I don't remember what the title is. And then, so the first one came out, then the second one came out, and they were like, oh, it's such and such U.S. title, part two. And then the third movie got picked up by a different distributor. (laughs) And they didn't call it such and such three. They called it a completely random name that has nothing to do with anything. So unless you know, you don't know that it's the third thing of a, of a series. Uh, and apparently it's this sort of, a, it's like a very involved, sort of uh, dense, whooshia story. Oh, man. That like you, you basically, like you're dead if you haven't seen the first two. <laughs> you're going to just watch this one and be like, I don't know what the fuck is oh, happening. that sucks. And so it's like... Uh, what the fuck come on i think it was some marketing dumbass who was like oh but if we call it part three we're advertising for the uh, the other company and they're gonna make money and not buy yeah dumbass i'm sure that's what it was but right it's just uh as a as a fan i mean clearly i understand i know but uh, Mm -hmm. you know i i've seen through (laughs) the advertising ruse but uh to the, the normal person that just goes to Walmart and looking at DVDs and they're like, ooh, this looks good. And then they and don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like, what the fuck is this? I don't know what this is. Right. And then they just 
I don't know. Yeah. The treatment of Asian uh, things in the West is continued to be bad. No respect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, anything else so. for uh, Nuku Nuku? Um, Any other all-purpose cultural thoughts <laughs> <laughs> on the cat girl? Um, think. I don't know. Other than just a just a general like of the theme songs that the they're. Their fun use of English. And I yeah, I like that one. They used English, and then they changed uh, it. Yeah, I think it still used English, and maybe not the opening. But I don't remember. Yeah, there there were there were definitely some English phrases in the the second set because they changed both the opening and the closing. I'll have so to listen to them again. I mean, whenever I put this together, I'll listen um, to them. But yeah, I mean, find the like the easiest way to tell i guess is to find the the episode where it subtitles it the in song, japanese yeah. yeah and subtitles it with the japanese lyrics yeah. cuz then the english words will still just be in english just pop yeah. up and you'll be like oh well there's an english <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what to do i usually put a song opening closing song in yeah, but this now one has two changes, so i don't so know if i yeah. have to squeeze them in or what am i going to do yeah there's we'll there's going to be uh, several things that do that to that that's fairly well, common there's for all the the eye catches too, where there's like different. Oh yeah, all the eye catches, sounds. Uh, so I don't know. Am I gonna smash all those in? I don't think so. But maybe. Yeah, they kind of had a choose. different eye catch for each episode. Yeah. So it's kind of, which is kind of weird because this is not a TV broadcast. Right. So the fact right, that they right. put in like that's how much an eye catch has become. Yeah, know, I guess. a part I of didn't anime even think itself. About that. Yeah, it's just but, a video. Yeah, but they, huh. they still use them even for the OVAs. So at least when they're done as a series that's yeah. meant to emulate kind of the way TV series yeah. operate. Hmm. And they may be doing that in the sense that um, it could someday be broadcast on TV. That's and a, so that's if the eye catch is thought. already there, yeah. we don't have to fuck with it. It's just right. it's there. Because like if you're gonna, if somebody buys it like a couple years later, they're not gonna go back and go fuck. We gotta make an eye catch. Right. You, you know, know nobody's gonna do that. <laughs> right. So if it's already in there. It's yeah. just this little thing that they did. Yeah, so. and it's just like a little two second thing. So right. But the fact that they did a different one for every episode. Right. Right. No, like, they really went all out. You know. And some of it was kind of similar, like I'm sure, because there were a couple where it's Nuku Nuku and she puts out her hand and there's, so I'm sure that basic animation of her reaching out is probably reused and then they yeah. just animate the little tiny people in her hand yeah, and yeah. just jump in there. But um, still, you're putting some effort into that. Yeah, well, that I, didn't appreciate, have to. I appreciate yeah. that. So I don't know, I, don't, I can't think of anything else. Uh, if you're into anime uh, comedies, I think... Uh, you know, you, you probably enjoy this. Yeah, it's a, lots of action, lots of comedy. Yeah, it's it's packed to the gills with uh, adventure. Yes, yeah. lots of uh, very exaggerated uh, facial expressions. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that is, like, the definition of anime to me is just it distorted faces. Because yeah. it's like that's so much of what uh, anime does to express emotion. Yeah, a lot of that is fun, though. I enjoy that. Oh, yes. This is probably... Um, Probably your first anime that really uses the nosebleed. The no- oh, well, I did see that. The one, uh, I'm trying to think of the circumstance. It was in the... There were a couple of times in this one. I don't know if one of I the can think ones. of the one guy in the restaurant. Yeah, His nose the started the, bleeding. There was the guy in the bathhouse when they were taking the bath together. And then it cuts to the guy's side. 
and they're like overhearing the conversation. Yeah, there's the the one guy. That guy was the the huge one where he was like, "There's blood." All oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's a a fairly common thing in anime. Okay, it, just, it indicates that whoever has just I don't know why, but there's this thing in anime. If you have a nosebleed, it means you're horny. Okay, <laughs> so Japanese so, thing. It usually is guys. So, but whenever you see that, generally it's it's this. Uh, just universal communication in anime as a medium. Yeah. If somebody has a nosebleed, it means they are thinking about sex or trying okay. to, or they've, and so whenever something huh. happens like that, there's the nosebleed. I all right. Well, I wonder if that translates to just all Japanese stuff or what I'll have to look yeah, out for the nosebleeds. Yeah. So it's a, <laughs> so it's a, a common sign in anime. Usually it's a guy. It ha- does happen to girls though, from time to time. Yeah. When they decide to, of girls be attracted to people sometimes there will usually it's kind of um like pervy too it's not just like you're not just attracted to them but you're like okay. really being kind of trashy about it and yeah, yeah thinking about just getting nasty right <laughs> <laughs> the which, guy... is, which is why it usually only happens to guys like yeah, it does yeah, happen to okay. girls once in a while but usually girls are like pretty and demure and not like right right kinky like that but sometimes you'll the guy in the that. restaurant I just took it at because the way like his expression is is like he's just like overstimulated and like <laughs> right. to the point of just his nose is bleeding and so I took it as like a like kind of like a thing like that um, and I, I I enjoyed that but now there's another uh, another layer yeah there's uh, there's that communication going on there. yeah okay so I'll have to look out I, for that it's, it's done to the point where i've even seen it the seen it parodied as oh, a, wow. where okay. there's there's a couple of t- there's a couple of things i can think of where somebody actually gets injured in the nose and so and the other character is like oh you pervert where it's just like it's like no it's like did you not see me get kicked in the face that's not like, <laughs> like so they've actually parodied this yeah, okay. uh, idea fun. of it to that point even though it in and of itself is a parody yeah so it's kind of that's fun. That's, that's how yeah. pervasive it it kind of has become in yeah. anime in general, and that it's that's cool. I like that those kinds of cultural things. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you get a lot of those little uh, sort of. It's a thing. Like if you didn't watch any anime before, you watch it. You whatever. I don't know. The guy's nose bleeding. Right. But then if you watch a bunch, you sort of unlock yeah. all yeah, these see... little cultural things, and right. you understand it better. And that's what I like about. Uh, watching a lot of these things for me hong kong stuff but like i'm uh expanding my anime knowledge with yeah, these yeah, so. it's a slowly building that up yeah there, yeah so, so that's fun go. so you can so now when, whenever you see somebody with nosebleed yeah you'll, you'll I, know i will look out for that now yeah i know that that's that's uh <laughs> the communicating the idea yeah. of sexual desires in that character <laughs> <laughs> good to know all right. Anything else? Um, I think that's about it. Up top of your head, Just, uh, bottom of your head. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, plumbed the depths. I think it's a pretty high quality show. I think more or less. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, it's uh, well animated mm-hmm. for sure. Lots of uh, fun machine gun fire. <laughs> yeah. There's a few things that are you know kind of based on other things. There's um. I'm thinking there's the you might remember it the the kind of the green robot that Akiko was running around in yeah in the third episode uh-huh. where it had the giant arms with the missile launchers and it yeah had that yeah weird like three 
missile holes in it and yeah. stuff. That thing is uh, very clearly kind of based off of a Macross oh, robot. Okay. It's like uh, it's one of the big robots they have in Macross that doesn't right. get a lot of screen time, but it's there in the background in a lot of different things. And, and so, like a normal anime watcher would totally yeah, it's it's something like that notice that yeah. If you if you're into mecha anime, that yeah. would be a, a very distinctive kind of appearance to it. Especially its arms are like okay. exactly like the arms of that thing. So well, there you go. It's the same color, so it's kind see of, like that's a thing that I miss. But you've right. uh, you're, kind of you're, looked at and like, oh, it's the yeah. Cross so thing. Like, like even the the space station at the end, kind of. I mean, this is so common. I can't even really specifically compare it to macross but it does kind of feel like oh, okay. macross when it transforms into yeah, the, yeah. the robot form of it and it's kind of <laughs> like oh it's, it looks kind of like the macro i mean it's it's doing a more general parody of that in general yeah yeah specifically of the macross but right it kind of has that feel to it but that those kind of cultural things like that i feel are more um they're they're almost necessary to understand comedy of a different culture, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so once you build up that kind of uh, that language of you know understanding all of that stuff, yeah, you can really that's... unlock like a, a culture's comedy stuff, right? Right. And that's like um, I've heard this with Project Echo. As much as I think of this as like a good starting point, yeah, because it introduces a lot of those concepts to you that you're going to see over and over and over again. But at the same time, I've heard like this, um, I think it was in the director commentary on it. He said he's like, yeah, I've like I've watched American audiences watch it and they're laughing and stuff. But it's like, but Japanese audiences are laughing like all throughout like all these different points that the American yeah. audience just they don't aren't even seeing get the it. jokes. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's kind of a testament to Aiko, if nothing else, that it's so funny that it caught on even when half of those jokes aren't even hitting. Right, right. And it's like, but there's still so many that are good. And yeah, well, you. that's a yeah. I mean, it's a it's a pretty solid movie that first movie i haven't seen the other ones but yeah yeah and the first movie is definitely the best of that series i would say but not that the others are horrible but right right. hard to live up to that standard when you've well yeah i mean it's uh i don't know i don't know what i was gonna say Um, I was going to say that it's like, wasn't there a thing when we were talking about that where they were like, they weren't restricted by, um, like cell counts and they were trying to yeah, do like yeah, really so high quality just, animation. Yeah. They were and, just trying to like, it was a very experimental movie. Like just, yeah. it seemed like the, the, the holds had been taken off. Of what yeah. They it was like a bunch of guys that, uh, they were just, they were going to do what the hell they yeah, wanted. Yeah. They were doing what they wanted. Like, the one guy really wanted anime to, to blink really well. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. was drawing the blinks and, and then, like people were clamoring to get on the staff cause they wanted to draw unhinged, you know, just right, like, right. Just like so, let's, let me do a thumb, you know? So I see it as, as, um, this sort of, yeah, that's you know it's kind of a once in a lifetime right. op, like thing that just kind of. So, I don't like. I haven't seen the sequels, but I feel like they're not going to be at that level, right? You right, know, they're, they're... going to be a little bit more um, traditional or whatever. Um, right. Even if that tradition is the Aco tradition, but you know, it's right, kinda, right, it's... but just just in terms of like. Yeah, it's it's a lower budgeted. Yeah, thing, they're definitely yeah. kind of a lower budget kind of. Yeah. Thing. Those are all OVAs. They're all direct to video okay. rather than. Well, the actual ACO is apparently a theatrical release. So yeah, that was okay. Kind of a, okay, that was well, that weird. makes sense. Yeah. So they they do kind of go a little lesser on the 
animation department is definitely weaker and it's just they're they're lower budget sequels yeah. that well, that's fine yeah. that's fine nothing wrong with a low budget <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. it, just, here at silver motion you know yeah i have no problem with it all right so that's a uh, nuku nuku yeah she's going yeah. to meow and yeah. Oh, that's um, that's one way you can kind of tell an OVA sometimes, or at least in some ways. Um, yeah. They they kind of have different clothes in every episode. Maybe oh, not the, okay. the not the father guy or, or the kid really, but Nuku Nuku, you know, she wears something different yeah, every no, episode. Yeah, she does. She does for sure. Um, and then you've got like um, uh, Kyoko and Arisa. They're usually wearing something different every episode. The assassin girls. Yeah. The, yeah, they're the, definitely dressed differently. And- in pretty much every episode, yeah, I think. Yeah. Know, there's, there's a lot of different costume design, whereas a right. longer series will just settle on one thing, and, and just, you usually just it. see yeah. that. Or they'll have like maybe two or three that they right. that they have in different situations, like yeah. a casual clothes, a uniform, and a, their superpower of suit or whatever. Right, right, and, it's okay. like, and that's it. It just sticks to those things. And this one just... And that's, that's something that is usually indicating some... Uh, at least a, a some higher kind quality, of a budget, some yeah. kind of uh, somebody's really trying to do something special yeah. with okay. it to make it different because they're they're actually different every episode. Like, oh crap! It's like real people. They're wearing different right, clothes. Right, right. Every- <laughs> well, it makes sense in this one because they each one like there's a different thing happening. Right. That right. would require and, like and a often different- in totally different seasons. So in winter you have Nuku Nuku with the big heavy coat yeah, on instead yeah. of her schoolgirl uniform and. You go to the beach episode, of course, they're going to be wearing. Right. But even outside of the beach itself, they were wearing, you know, different clothes. Yeah, yeah. Besides okay. just going to. Well, there you go. Another key. Yeah. To, uh, something to watch out yeah, for. Yeah, watch out for the, the costumes. Yeah. All right. So. So, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll put a bow on Nuku Nuku. Yeah. And, uh, or a little cat bell collar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's usually got it as like a wristband. But, if oh, you, uh, really? I did not like, notice. In a lot that. of the scenes, she'll have the little cat collar. Oh, on her okay. Wrist. I did not notice. Well, is it the same as the the cat at the beginning? Um, I think it might be. Oh, it looks would, the same. That would it make sense. Similar. Yeah. So okay. I assume it's the same one. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe there's more uh, cat things in this than I thought. Yeah. Or maybe just one more. <laughs> yeah, just just, one more. just little subtle things. That yeah. All right. Well, well, hey. And she has the cat apron at the beginning. When you when you first see her, she's wearing the apron. Yeah. She just has a cat face and just says "cat." <laughs> like there you go. She's a cat. There you go. See, the apron says so. You don't need the, any explanation. They put it right there on the apron. Cat. Yeah. Cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's this episode of the Silver Motion Podcast Nuku Nuku Edition. <laughs> Uh, so uh, send in some feedback if you've seen Nuku Nuku and uh, you've enjoyed it or not enjoyed it (laughs) either way we'll we'll appreciate your comments yeah and uh, until next time um, adios see ya